Hey, hi, hello. Um, my name is Mike Aries. And as you know, this is my podcast, Super Beats, the Music of Heroes and Villains. So before I get started on the episode, I should probably give a quick update as to what happened. So December 25th, that episode wore me out, especially because it was almost a 30 minute episode. So my voice was a tad bit raw. So the game plan that I had was last week of December, I'm not going to do the podcast so I can rest up my vocals and so I can go ahead and just catch up on things that I've been neglecting to read. Now, that was my game plan. The first week of January, I caught COVID. Don't know where I got it from. Don't know how I caught it, but I was sick, coughing, intense headache, and I couldn't really focus on the podcast due to just how difficult it would be to get through an episode. Like, I couldn't even talk to my brother for about five minutes before I got, not out of breath, but it became a bit of a chore to talk. So, during that time where I had COVID, I was slowly getting better, and I was just catching up on more of the stuff that I had to read. My game plan for January was to essentially have a Carnage episode ready, maybe an episode about, who was it? Um, oh, um, who, Captain America, and maybe episodes about a couple of teams, just, just for fun or not, because this was something that I was doing some soft planning for. So that was a bust. And I didn't really get better until the beginning of February, where my coughing fits, I finally went down. I was a lot more, I was talking more frequently where I could, where I was able to hold a conversation for 30 minutes to an hour without having my voice drained out or without really getting tired from it. What happened during that is I've been busy with some personal stuff in my life that isn't about COVID. Um, just, just some personal things and whatnot. So that's that. That's a little update about why I disappeared from December 25th up until right now. And um, I had a game plan for the month of February, which was essentially to have, this is going to be Black History Month. Like, I'm a black dude and whatnot. That's what I've said in my episode zero. So essentially, I was going to focus on black superheroes, black supervillains. That didn't go as planned, only because of personal stuff in my life. So right now and whatnot, um, this is... I'm pretty sure you can tell by the title or not, this is a Peacemaker episode because Peacemaker, the TV show, just went off as of yesterday, Thursday. So I was like, okay, cool or not. Let me go ahead and get out this episode because, like, it's relatively fresh. People are happy or sad that the show ended. So I think this would be something fun for people. Now, let us go ahead and commence with the podcast. So, this is episode 11 of Super Beats, the Music of Heroes and Villains, and today we're focusing on Peacemaker. Now, if you don't know what Peacemaker is, his catchphrase is that he is willing to 
fight for peace by any means necessary, including killing. So if you've seen the Suicide Squad movie by James Gunn or the aforementioned Peacemaker TV show on HBO Max, you'll hear him say that a couple of times. Now then, I'm not going to focus on the live action version of Peacemaker because it's established that he actually does have music that he listens to, which is oddly enough grunge metal. Well, it's not grunge metal, but it's more hair metal, I believe. Yeah, I think that's really called hair metal. I, I need to talk to a couple people to actually really get the full effect of it because it's it's just early metal. I'll, I'll say that. Now then, the comic version of Peacemaker is a bit of an oddity that will pop up every now and again in the podcast because he wasn't originally a DC character. He was a character that is from Charlton Comics back in 1966. So his thing is that he was a, he popped up in a espionage team title called Fighting Five, only for Fighting Five to be canceled the following month that he popped up. So that's a bit of a weird thing, but I guess he had an impression on people or maybe the people at Charlton Comics was just like, hey, you know what, this is a good character that didn't really get a whole lot of spotlight. So let's just push him out. And he had a five issue run in 1967 that was, oh, so yeah, had a run in 1967 and whatnot. It was his own title, Peacemaker title. While you had Fighting Five as a back as a backup series, and it was later reprinted on Modern Comics imprint. I don't know what Modern Comics is. I'll have to look into that a little bit later. And there was supposed to be a sixth issue of that series, but it didn't come to fruition. Two for two for tuition for tuition. Oh, I know how to say that word, but I can't really say it. It just didn't really come to be. But it is it has appeared online, so if you're interested in that, I mean, good luck finding it. Maybe you can see something interesting. Now then, Charlton Comics was, unfortunately, it went out of business in the mid-1980s. So DC had actually acquired Peacemaker. The thing with Peacemaker is that his appearance in DC was actually set during the Crisis of Infinite Earth storyline, which is, I believe, 1985 to 86. And Crisis of Infinite Earths was essentially this massive, not a massive reboot per se, but it was like, hey, you know what? There's other events going on throughout. I'm not going to really, you know what? I'm not going to go over Crisis of Infinite Earths because that's a whole entire thing that needs to be of, of itself. But... His legit, his legit first DC appearance was Crisis of Infinite Earths back in 85. Now then, I don't know the full context of it, but apparently DC was like, well, he popped up in, Infinite Earth, in Inf Crisis of Infinite Earths, so let's just go ahead and push him out between January and April of 1988 with its own four-issue four miniseries. So during that, so during that 
time, there we go, during that time, he is a peaceful diplomat that was supposed to peace that he was willing to use force as a superhero. And it's very weird because his entire, how that, how that starts is there's this individual named Roke or Work with an R instead of a W, R-O-C-K, if I remember correctly. And that, well, that villain at the time or not was essentially just very heinous and Christopher couldn't really come to terms with the fact that, okay, well, this person is going to go ahead and destroy so many lives. So what can I do to essentially stop it? Now, you would think Christopher Smith as a pacifist wouldn't have anything really strong to do. Apparently, that's a lie. Not only was he a pacifist, but he was also an inventor. So much so that he had, so much so that he invented multiple weaponries, multiple, multiple weaponry. He invented weaponry that was so advanced that it could destroy a small area. He became a one-man army. That is legitimately something that is said in the comics. Now the thing that is that he actually. In addition to having these, in addition to having these volatile weapons, he also had non-lethal weapons. So that's a bit of a weird thing, but we're not really going to go ahead and go through that. Now then, after Crisis Infinite Earths, I was talking about like all the stuff I told you is pre-Crisis. After Crisis Infinite Earths, we learned that his peace through violence methods is because of the fact that he, what he had. A serious mental illness that was brought that was brought on by the shame of having a Nazi death camp father, Nazi death camp commander father, and he, for some odd reason, believed that his father's spirit lived inside of his helmet, or it haunted him, and it and it criticized his airy move. So he essentially was just like, you know what, I'm not. Like, this isn't who I am. This is my dad. I'm a whole sorry different person. But, uh, it gets weirder as it goes on. Because not only is his father's spirit, quote unquote, haunting him, he also comes to believe that everybody that he's ever killed or was killed in his vicinity, all their souls are collected within his helmet. And they offer advice or commentary. So you have this character who has a very, very impressive weaponry. Who is potentially schizophrenic. So this is a very bad mix of a character. And again, this is a quote unquote superhero. Now then. Eventually, he winds up dying and is reported dead. His soul winds up in purgatory, along with a bunch of other heroes that recruit the soul of Hal Jordan. The Guardians of Purgatory don't like that and whatnot. And apparently, Peacemaker and all these other dead people, they rally and provide enough distraction so that a group of heroes can get the soul of Hal Jordan out. And that's that.
So we last see him in purgatory. Sometime later, he just winds up back on Earth. Alive, kicking, mental illness is gone. He's just there. No explanation. Well, unless the Day of Judgment series actually is an explanation. If it is, I gotta go back and read that. Like, the back catalog of a lot of things I gotta read just keeps on growing, and it's very stressing. Well, it's not stressing, it's actually very fun. But it's a thing. But we'll talk about that later on. Now then, after... Let's see now... We're in the rebirth era of comics up? Well, not anymore, because everything that has happened... So, with DC, you have multiple eras. You have the New 52 era, you have the Rebirth era, and you have what is currently called the Infinite Frontier era. So, the thing with Infinite Frontier is... Actually, no. No, 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 because I'm getting myself mixed up again. So... Peacemaker pops up in the Rebirth era of comic books, which might not have been called that anymore. It might have been called something else. But he pops up during the Watchmen sequel, Doomsday Clock, where you have all these various heroes and supervillains attempting to take down Dr. Manhattan, who is a Watchmen character who came over to DC. That's a whole entire thing that... <sighs> It's a thing. I'll just say that. But that was Rebirth era. Infinite Frontier, Infinite Frontier continues from Rebirth. Now then, the Infinite Frontier era, we see that they've gone back and they changed his. They've changed Peacemaker's backstory. From being like up from they essentially why not they reestablished that he was a peaceful diplomat before he became peacemaker before he became this man who who loves peace so much he's willing to kill for it now then as it currently stands peacemaker is appearing in the suicide squad comic books and has been in almost every issue so that is peacemaker um yeah, that's Peacemaker and whatnot. So, like I said, while the live-action version listens to, I believe, hair metal, I think the combo version of Peacemaker doesn't actually listen to music. He more so listens to various news reports and, yeah, various news reports so he can understand what's going on in the state of the world so he can see exactly where he needs to go to establish peace. That's what I honestly believe. I don't think he listens... I don't think... The comic book version of Peacemaker listens to music. Now then, if DC comes out with an issue where Peacemaker names off names off some names of some bands or some songs that he listens to, I will happily make a sequel to this. Just because of the fact that it's always it's interesting to me whenever a comic book company lets it lets it be known that, oh, this character listens to music. It's always a very interesting thing to me because you don't, it's, it's not established. You have some characters name off a song like, oh, I listen to, this, like, oh, it reminds me of this song by this artist and whatnot. But 
that all, that's all that is. I'm sorry that I rambled a lot during this. Like, this is... Yeah, it's a very rambly episode. And that's what I like to do. I like to ramble. It's more of a... It's more natural to me. And I am sorry that it took so long for me to publish an episode. And hopefully nothing like this happens again. So, this is the Beatsmaker episode. My name is Mike Aries. The name of the podcast is Super Beats, the music of heroes and villains. And, oh wow, it's been so long that I haven't actually said what my Twitter handle is. Wow, that is something. Um, What was it? 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 I know what it is. I do. I really do. It's just I haven't said it in so long that... My brain is having a brain fart. Um, my Twitter handle is at SBS. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at SBS music underscore H and V. Um, I am going to try posting a lot more on my Twitter. I want to set up maybe Apple Podcasts and maybe Google Podcasts so that way people are listening to it a lot more openly and not just be on the Anchor app itself or on Spotify. Um, I believe that's everything. Yeah, yeah, that's everything. Why not? Yeah, that's everything. I was trying to think of if I'm going to do anything for tomorrow which is saturday but i can't think of nothing at the moment maybe because i gotta do a little bit more research but um thanks for tuning in thanks for listening to me ramble i hope you have a very nice day goodbye